right, guys, welcome back. We are here, season two, episode six. We have a huge guest. I can't wait to dive into some great conversation from down under. We've got Komatsu Ashton joining us here today. How are we doing, brother? Good. How are you doing, Luke? Not too bad. So tell the audience, you know, where are you calling in from? Where do you live? So uh, calling in from uh, just outside of Sydney in a little place called Riverston. Um, pretty much 30 minutes from 40 minutes from the CBD. Um, but yeah, good part of the world. Uh, highly recommend anyone coming down there to check it out. Yeah, absolutely. My, my wife actually studied abroad in Australia and I told her that I was going to interview you and she was stoked. So I I've still never been to Australia, but it's, it's on my list. Hopefully next year we're going to get out there, go see you and go look at some construction equipment. Highly recommend it. Yeah. The gold coast is, uh, it's like the Vegas of Australia. So yeah, yeah, definitely. So uh, for anyone listening, uh, if you haven't followed Komatsu Ashton, go on uh, TikTok and also Instagram, give him a follow. Uh, the content he has out there is incredible. So I kind of want to dive into that. But before we dive into the content you're putting out, tell us a little bit more about you, your story, and really what you do for a living. So my name's Ashton. Um, first and foremost, I'm actually... I was actually born and raised in Australia and I lived in the States for 10 years, picked up the accent and moved back. So I am Australian born and raised. Don't let the accent fool you. Um, I moved back to Australia about six years ago. Um, worked through different, different um, companies and finally made my way to Komatsu uh, to where now I'm the, uh, the demonstrator trainer for Komatsu. So what I typically do is I'll go out to all the new deliveries, construction and utility sites. Um, and I'll go over the machine with the client or operator. Um, another big one is any council work. Um, I can't remember what you'd call it in the States, but essentially uh, the councils that look, over, look after um, the counties over here in Australia, they, they all got machines and for every delivery that they get, they require someone to go over every nook and cranny of the machine with their operators and make sure their operators signed off on it before they can use it. Yeah, so... How have you like developed the passion for construction? Because I think, you know, was it at an early age that you kind of, you know, started to see that or was it later on when you started uh, diving into it through work? So my dad, my stepdad worked for Atlas Copco, um, which is a big uh, Swedish company. Um, out, when I graduated high school, I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. And he suggested maybe going into the mines. Um, so I gave that a shot. I went worked for a company called uh, Bort Longyear doing um, exploration drilling. Um, probably one of the hardest things I've ever done. And yeah, it, yeah it's, it's, a, it's a hard job, especially working in the environment. I was working in Nevada. So you really feel all the elements and it's just, it's a physical, probably one of the phys most physical jobs I've ever seen. Um, and especially working the hours and stuff, but doing that, um, and then just going through the different industries. So doing the mining and the drilling industry, then I did water well drilling in California, moving back here and doing uh, geotech drilling and then working my way into the uh, civil construction industry, um, doing concrete, like just seeing everything. And then also um, just following like everyone's Instagram, like BuildWit and yourself and seeing yeah. how your guys' passion comes into it. That's when I kind of wanted to do something myself and start creating awareness for the industry and show everyone what, how cool it is and what you can do in the industry. Yeah. So 
build with, I mean, that's, I'd say that they're one of the first ones that I, I really got into the media side of like, okay, this stuff is insane. Like we were already doing digital marketing for construction companies, but I'd never seen it like the way BuildWit does. And like, you know, their reels and their TikToks and their, just their content on their website was unmatched. I mean, it, it really shows like what the industry is all about because you don't see a lot of it out there online. And it, it maybe historically is one that has lagged back on the digital side. So seeing, you know, BuildWit, you, um, our company, and, you know, there's so many others that are now coming along and like sharing these stories of, these construction companies, it's, it's been amazing to see. So, uh, kind of want to dive into, you know, when you first started creating content, um, what, and even to now, like what tools do you use to edit your videos? What tools have you used to like, do you schedule any of your content? If you could dive into a little bit of that and like what you've learned along the way. So, well, I guess I'll, I'll start like very basic it, back at my last company. We did, we did these, um, this job that was really, really cool. It was actually, if you follow Aaron Witt, you'll see that he just went to Europe to do this, uh, the asphalt replacement. Um, we did something similar here in Australia, but instead of asphalt, it was a concrete and this concrete would set to its full strength within three hours. And I found it so amazing. Like it was so cool. Like we're ripping up a taxiway, replacing it all within a four hour period and then opening it back up to the planes. I was like, we're going to get some videos of this stuff. And so I got videos and it was great stuff. And then we keep doing it every year. And I, I wanted to keep getting more content, more videos and just kind of spread awareness of how cool this stuff is. And I hit a wall of the, our marketing team, pretty much at that, that company saying that we're not allowed to take videos anymore and we can't do this and we can't do that. Yeah. And I'm just like, why are you restricting us? Right. And so then starting at Komatsu, everyone, everyone in the sales team had uh, their own Instagram. I was like, how cool is that? And yeah. they could just take photos of whatever they wanted. So I just took that on initiative and just started taking photos and started taking videos. And then next thing I know, I'm uh, getting a TikTok. And that's probably what really ramped things up is no one had a TikTok. So I started put, putting videos together with music and then um, getting a drone and then finding out it's too hard to edit on your phone. So I upgraded to a uh, to an app, uh, Wondershare. I mm-hmm. think it's one, well, one, one door film. I'll have to look that up, but just using that app on the computer makes life so much easier um, to edit. But that's pretty much where the inspiration came from was back when I first started, um, when I moved back to Australia doing the airport stuff. Yeah. Do you see, do you see yourself taking that? Um, because I mean, you're killing it, your brand on TikTok and on Instagram. I just, I can never get enough of it. And so that's why I was pumped to have you on the show here and, and talk about it. But um, do you see yourself taking that uh, any further into like, you know, like actually doing it as a service or editing on the side or doing something like that? Or do you kind of just want to keep it as, you know, sharing the story on your own platform and growing it that way? There's a fine line because I yeah. do work for Komatsu. Um, so, you know, maybe doing it on the side on the weekend, I can yeah. do that. Um, but a full-time, I don't know. It's, it's a very fine line to, I'm, I'm very privileged to have the freedom I have now and no oversight and no one really telling me what to do, which is mm-hmm. good. Um, they let me do whatever I want. Obviously, you know, there, there are some rules around like languages and making sure there's no swearing in the videos and stuff. If I put it on my Instagram, but they've just given me free, free reign and pretty much not to, um, 
to make sure the client is happy with me doing it. Um, I'd love to do it in the future. I mean, I've, I've found it very, uh, very interesting and um, very, I'm very passionate about it. Um, but I don't know what the future holds. I mean, I also love the job that I have now and it, right. the job I have now is very, um, very autonomous and it's, and it's given me a lot of freedom. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Komatsu could, you know, reach out to you and say, okay, we love what you're doing. Can you do more for us? You know, like, or maybe travel around Australia or travel around the United States and like, go take this content, these videos of our equipment out in the field. Like you never know. I mean, like what you're saying with, you love your job, you love the company. It's like a lot of times, you know, opportunities come up out of nowhere when you show that you have a skill that you do and, and a passion like you do. So I think, uh, yeah, keeping all options open, but it's also really cool to hear that, you know, Komatsu, you know, gives you a little bit of free reign and also you can't disrespect that either. And so, you know, you st stay within the lines and, and respect your employer and also follow your passions. And it sounds like they, they line up pretty well with what you're doing. hundred percent. I mean, look, I've worked for a lot of companies over the years and this is probably the best job I've ever had. Um, the the department I work I work in with the sales team so to go from being like on the sh the back of a shovel to yeah. you know being inside of the sales team and having the perks of the sales team you know playing golf every Friday no. yeah <laughs> but, um it's yeah it's a very different different going from you know being in the construction side of it to being behind the scenes selling and I, although I don't do any sales myself but it's just cool to kind of reap the benefits of that um but it's a great company to work for especially in Australia and that's probably the big thing like coming back here to Australia I wish I would have done sooner is something about the way the Australian um the, well, Australia as a country looks after the worker and their rights compared to like working in the states um if anyone ever wants to come over and work here we've got a labor shortage just like every other state and country and I'm sure that uh, people would be happy to have you here yeah beautiful country. So I, I can't wait to, can't wait to come visit and check it out too. But yeah, uh, about the labor shortage, I mean, that's a good, you know, point we can bring up here. So, um, do you think that, you know, bringing media to the industry and the construction, uh, space, like, do you think that'll help the labor shortage? Because from what I've seen personally is when we have brands that are more that invest in their website, they invest in, um, a social media strategy, graphic design, all those kind of things, they seem to attract more talent, um, even from the younger generation to their team. So do you think that um, media and this digital space and construction will help the labor shortage? 100%. I mean, even just help them out. Like you look at, there's a guy in yeah. Australia, uh, Jimmy Starbuck. I don't know if you follow him. Oh, yeah. Definitely. yeah, So every time he needs someone, he just posts on his Instagram page and then literally I've seen it like not even within an hour, he has that position filled. Yeah. Um, and just because of the content he puts out. The other thing, it just comes, um, it's just hard to, to say like in Australia, when, when COVID hit, we went into a big like building um, boom and, and we're constant, we're still in that boom and starts to wonder if maybe do we, do we lose, the workers or do we just gain so much work to where we don't have enough workers for it um the media would definitely help um people seeing stuff on tiktok you know seeing how seeing all the ins and outs and everything it, it can't do right. anything but good i don't see why everyone shouldn't do it yeah no, i totally agree so uh, yeah i definitely wanted to touch on that because i i don't think it's going to hurt the industry to tell these stories and to show yeah the equipment 
that they have and you know the projects they're working on and really in more in depth of what they do as a company their culture things like that so i think uh it'll definitely help and um for, for everyone listening uh we're on season two episode six right now we've got uh ashton lovering on the uh on the call right now you can follow him at komatsu underscore ashton on tiktok and instagram got amazing content. Um, so thank you again for being on. I've got a few more things that definitely want to talk about. So we, you know, we're talking about your job, what you do, what would you say like is your favorite part of what you do in your job? I don't do many of them. Um, typically my job starts at about 13 ton and up. So I don't do, I typically don't do much under 13 ton, but during, uh, when we're in lockdown over here, there was, um, there was a lot, lot less happening. So I was able to go do the smaller stuff. Mm-hmm. And probably the best part, the best one I've ever done is I, I helped one of the sales guys deliver a uh, PC-18, which is like a 1.8 ton excavator. Now, seeing the guy's smile on his face, his first ever brand new purchase, seeing that smile yeah. on his face, it was uh, the most satisfying thing. Because you deliver these $700,000 machines and typically the, the owner isn't out there and Right. Yeah, it's just a machine for them. But to see this guy, he's purchased his first brand new digger, seeing it come off the truck. He had his kid on his lap on the on the seat. Seeing that, that's you know, I love to see that. And the thing is, I don't get to see that because I don't typically do the smaller stuff. So that was uh, cool and rare to see. Yeah, man, that's really cool. You just know that you know he's been thinking about that. He probably lost sleep that night. Was you know saving up for and just yeah. yeah you know, to bring his, his kid there and just experience that as well. I mean, I, it, it's interesting because, you know, when you ask that question, you'd think you might say, you know, something way bigger, but it's, it's really like on the other end of the spectrum of, you know, get, getting to see the emotions of the owner, like scrapping together, buying this machine and, you know, really seeing that come over him. Human emotion is a lot, I think a lot cooler to see. Like when you, when you deliver these seven, the 70 ton diggers, you know, most of the time, this guy's literally just jumped out of an older one, which they've they've uh, they've transferred to us. So we're just doing a swap and go. Right. We brought the new one. He'll get out of his old 700. We'll put that on the truck, and then he jumps in the new 700, and he just goes back to work. Like there's no excitement or anything, but you can't right. beat that human emotion of delivering someone their first machine, brand new. Just can't beat yeah. it. Yeah, definitely. Um, no, I love that. So. What, uh, as you know, we're transitioning a little bit, uh, thinking about, you know, what you do as far as, you know, your media and, you know, kind of going online with that, what would you do? Um, how would you recommend somebody that's looking to get started, you know, in the creator space, we'll just call it of, you know, creating content might be in the construction industry might be something else, but how do you recommend like them getting started? You know, is it a certain channel, certain tool to use, or just going out and doing it? Like what's the best way for somebody to get started? Well, just start, start on Instagram, start taking photos, you know, and they may not be great at the start, but I mean, you look at the first TikTok and the first photo I took, like it wasn't great. I look back at it now, I posted that. (laughs) Um, Just start somewhere, you know, like all you need is your phone. Um, and then you slowly upgrade yourself, you know, whether that's, um, a phone. But to be honest, up until, up until, uh, December last year, all I was using was my phone. I never had a drone or anything like that. So okay. you can get away with just using an up-to-date new phone and then just use, and then just follow, follow your, your typical, uh, brand creators and, and just see what they're putting out. And then just kind of, kind of slowly not copy, but like take what their idea and just put it in as to, as your own. 
Um, and then as you go on, upgrade yourself to a drone or um, a, a DSLR or whatever you can get your hands on. Yeah, I'm really glad you mentioned that um, of following other brand creators and, you know, basically engaging with other companies that are doing what you want to do. And I'd say that's one of my you know, top pieces of advice to even companies looking to get into the digital space is like, go follow other companies that are doing it. And because you get to see what they're doing, you get to experience it. And plus you're passionate about it anyway. You know, for you and I, we're passionate about construction or passionate about dirt. So we're going to follow guys, you know, that are in the industry doing it. And, you know, that's why I've been following your page is because you're putting out that content that I want to see. I take ideas from, you know, you take ideas from us. We take ideas from Aaron. Like it just, it all kind of goes into one big pool, but we're also reaching people that, you know, maybe thousands of people that never would have seen any of it if we wouldn't have done it. So I think, you know, just being in that creator um, funnel or that creator pool of just, you know, experiencing it, diving into what you want to be doing. And, you know, I think that's a great piece of advice. Just start with an Instagram page. Um, you know, I've got my, uh, it's funny, I've got my TikTok and my Instagram dialed in now where I only see construction equipment. It's, you know, <laughs> because that's, that's all I like to see and Good that's feeling. all I engage with. And it's honestly, I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, uh, it used to be, you know, whatever, like dancing videos like years ago or whatever it was, yeah. but it, uh, it's all changed and I'm here for it. So, um, well, I remember six years ago when I was, I just came back here and my, my little cousin, which at the time, I don't know, maybe 15, 14, she was on the TikTok and she was, she had the headphone and she was uh, voicing to songs like as you TikTok really started. And I was like, oh, that's stupid. I can't believe you're doing that. And yeah. then, you know, fast forward. And now it's one of the biggest apps in the world and we're all, we're all using it. But um, the other thing is just don't be afraid of collaboration. Like just because someone works at a different company doesn't mean you can't have a conversation or talk to them. Like I'm really open to talking to the other people, especially the other dealers, like, the other people working for them and just, you know, Hey, that, that's great, great, great video you put out. I really like that. Yeah. yeah I, the fact that there's no sides to this, we're all in the same industry. We can all chat. We can all talk. We can all borrow each other's ideas. Yeah. I love that because that's exactly how I've run my business. It's we have zero competition. At least I see we have zero competition. Uh, we can talk with other businesses, other marketing agencies, other podcast hosts, you know, whoever it is like, I just like the relationship piece of it because we are all in this industry together and, you know, it, it helps with us because we can work with anyone in the world. And so it's like, if I can help somebody else get a client or help somebody else achieve what they're trying to achieve, uh, you know, that's what we're looking to do really is just help each other out. And it's, it takes the, the business and the brand out of it. It's more of a human thing where you're just building relationships with people. So, um, it, on that, do you like? Do you get to travel to uh, trade shows and other things like that to meet some of these people? Yeah. So in so I do all of New South Wales, which is a state in Australia, just like in California, or whatever. Um, New South Wales is probably the biggest state as mm -hmm. far as population goes. Not the biggest as um, as landmass, but so I'll, I'll cover any shows that we do in that this region. Um, most recently, we did uh, the Diesel Dirt and Turf Expo probably the biggest one um in sydney um mm -hmm. and essentially that's a yeah, trade show um but as far as going outside of australia i've only been with Komatsu for about a year and a bit so um i haven't traveled outside i haven't heard of anyone in my position traveling outside but 
I mean, I would, I'd be open to it if, if it, uh, if it, the opportunity came. Yeah, definitely be cool to, you know, just continue building those relationships and like shaking hands with like-minded people. And I think it's, it was really cool when you talked about, you know, it can be other dealers too. And not that, you know, it's, it's like sharing these ideas and like just breaking down that wall of, you know, we're competing against each other, which at that level, you are competing against each other, but you're not going to not shake somebody's hand or not, you know, congratulate them on something because really it comes down to just being a human. So I think, uh, you know, I think you have a really awesome personality and like outlook on that where you just, you're not afraid of that and you can, um, you know, build a lot of quality relationships doing that. That's it. I mean, it's all about relationship building and there's, yeah, there's, there's, no, there's no need to not work together. And like, I just, I hate when people instantly read a book by cover, by its cover and, yeah. and talk bad about people, even though they never met someone and let alone, they could be a great person or a great bloke to, to hang out with and have a beer with. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's what I always think of it as is like, I feel like I could have a beer with anyone. So, um, you know, I, I think it's fun to just, you know, have those conversations. You never know, like it's, it's just, it could go a lot better than you think and never judge a book by its cover. I think that's a, a great piece of advice. So, um, Ashton, as we, uh, as we finish up here, um, for our listeners, like if they want to follow along with you or keep up with what you're doing, what's the best way that they can either get into contact with you or follow along? Uh, get in contact. Easiest way is just uh, on Instagram, Kamatsu underscore Ashton, um, or on TikTok, but Instagram is definitely the easiest. Um, the other thing too is reach out if you're young and you want to join the industry, reach out to your local dealer, especially in Australia. We have a lot of apprenticeship options. Um, so our 2023 apprentice option, apprenticeships um, jobs open up. They're opening up to um, so you can apply for it, which will start next year. And this could be anything from being like a customer support representative to being um, a parts interpreter to being a plant mechanic. Um, the dealers are training people coming up and wanting and people that wanting to learn and you could start at this company at a very young age and learn the ins and the outs and that's the other weird thing is working here is i've seen guys that and people that have worked here for 10 to 20 to 30 some to 40 years yeah. so some people start and they're in it for the long run but don't be afraid to reach out to your local dealer and just see what apprenticeship options they have available yeah absolutely well Thanks again, Ashton. I appreciate it. I appreciate the conversation and what you do, you know, on your, um, on your Instagram page, your TikTok page, but also just how you, uh, interact with me and others around you. I know I've heard tons of great things. So I appreciate the time today. And this is season two, episode six. I think it's going to be the best one yet. And, uh, yeah, man, appreciate your time. Thanks Luke. Appreciate the, uh, the call and uh, looking forward to maybe doing many more of these. Absolutely. Let's do it.